welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Hi, listeners. Jamie here. We hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. We wanted to remind you of our brand new offering titled Badass Boundaries Bootcamp, the holiday edition. It begins in just a few short days, Monday, November 28th. In this bootcamp, we will help you go from rattled and frazzled to peaceful and joyful. We would love to see you there. Because really, isn't it better to navigate this time of year with other celebratory badass humans rather than alone? To sign up, visit our website at badassmethod.com and click on the bootcamp tab. Now, on to the podcast. Hello, everyone. So today we are going to talk about celebrations since we're here in the holiday season. So for the two of you, Lucy and Avery, what comes to mind when you think about celebrating during the holiday season? What's that look like for you? I think about like family. I think about food. I think about celebrating like at church. I mean, I think that's part of the celebration, especially of Christmas. I think about being at church with family. Those are the main things I think that come up in like decoration. There's a lot that kind of, when I think about celebrating Christmas or celebrating the Christmas season, there's a lot that comes up like that. But yeah. That's funny when you first said celebrate, I think I thought more of like birthdays or graduations or like other times of year. And then when you talked about the holidays, I first thing that came to mind was like, I love the holidays. (laughs) How exciting. Because there is such excitement. Like it's the whole season and there's Mm -hmm. such a, like a warm and fuzzy feeling for me, like with the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Has that feeling sort of been consistent throughout your lives? Has it changed or morphed in any kind of way? Like as you've gotten to sort of this stage in life? What's it look like now as compared to then? I mean, I think when I was a child, I mean, I remember like not being able to sleep the night before Christmas because I was so excited. And like, certainly that has, has gone down a bit. I mean, I think I also have had a renewed excitement when Wesley was little about like, oh, I can't wait to see her open this present or I can't wait to see her excitement, you know, on Christmas morning. And I think now that she's older, there are some new things that are, that are fun that we kind of have like as traditions during the Christmas season, but that like, oh my gosh, I can hardly sleep excitement. I mean, it has gone down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you guys? I think for me, it's probably quite a different experience from the two of you because of sort of my upbringing in a particular religion. And so we actually didn't do any holiday celebrations ever. So no Christmas, no Thanksgiving, no birthdays, none of that. So what was the like logic behind that? That they're pagan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, That's yeah. too, too fine a point on it. But yeah. Yes. yeah. That, that particular religion, yes, sort of poo-pooed kind of all of the, the different holidays. Did that religion, I'm sorry, allow for like any celebrating at all? And if so, what what were you allowed to celebrate? That is a really good question. I'm not part of that religion anymore. And so I just remember a lot of like oppression and fear, <laughs> to be quite honest. Fair. I mean, I mean, I think like weddings, you know, like graduation, some of those sorts of things, but anything specific like around the holidays and birthdays was a no-no. Okay. And so I did not experience that until I was married. Wow. So I got married at 21. And so it's been very interesting to me to 
learn, you know, like what I want to do, like for Christmas or for Thanksgiving or for a birthday. Like I didn't have that celebrated again until I was, yeah, 21. So like creating your own traditions yeah. really was a big part of like your early married life. Yeah. I think it was a really interesting experience to be sort of on the outside and just be an observer for a really long time, sure. like not a participant, but just sort of an observer. You know, and you think about like growing up in school, like how many holiday things are done at school. Oh my gosh, and it's I'm just observing. like one after another. It is. It's one after the, another, like, you know, you're doing some kind of, or the other students are doing some kind of arts and crafts to symbolize, you know, Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or Valentine's or, or whatever. Halloween, yes. It's tons. Yes, it is just tons. So it was a really interesting experience for me, like for, you know, now less than half my life, but almost half my life, just being this kind of observer on the outside, like sort of looking in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember that time in my life too, of being in my twenties, like newly married and kind of thinking, okay, I have these traditions. You have these traditions. What do we want to make our new traditions? But that'd be a very different experience, not having that, like not having that background at all. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that I look for anything <laughs> To celebrate, like yeah. the shackles are off. Like here we go. <laughs> like let's yes. let's do it. What? I had a colonoscopy. All right, <laughs> let's let's, let's go out. Let's have a cocktail. It was good. Look, I made it around the block without falling down. Like let's go have some cake. Like I mean anything really. I'm like yeah, let's do something. Let's do something fun. Let's celebrate it. Yeah, yeah. So as we're here, like in this holiday season, what is y'all's kind of intention for this holiday season as far as celebrations? Have you thought about that? As we're recording this, we're right at the beginning of November, but this podcast will drop on Thanksgiving, I believe. So what are your intentions for this celebratory holiday season? I think for me, it's more around like slowing down and Mm -hmm. being present. Right. And so how do I, instead of jamming a bunch of things in, like, how do I really, I don't know, like, like take things away and like, like slow it down and have a little more of like rest and restoration and like enjoyment of the moment rather than, and like, let that be the celebration rather than like a frantic kind of busyness that Mm -hmm. I can sometimes get trapped in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's easy to do. Right. I mean, there are so many different opportunities to do all kinds of things especially in our area, the DFW area. I mean, every little town has some sort of holiday celebration or things to go do. And you could really jam pack your calendar full of all kinds of things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How about for you, Avery? Yeah. I mean, I kind of think the same thing. I think especially as Wesley's getting older, there's a bit less of the like kind of constant need to do all of the, like the, this, she doesn't have a Christmas concert anymore and we don't have like recitals or like, you know, performances. I mean, there's not as much of that kind of stuff. And so I think, but I am really struck with wanting to slow down and enjoy, especially that, you know, as we're kind of thinking about, we don't have as much time as a family because everybody's so busy. And so that idea of like slowing down, being intentional, having more joy and peace and ease, like sounds super refreshing. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have any favorite celebrations, things that you like to do, like any particular holiday that's that you love to celebrate? I like Christmas the most. I mean, Christmas and Easter. What do you like about Christmas the most? You know, I, 
sounds so shallow. Gosh, material. But I love like I'm like I think I'm a gift person, yeah. right? So I love giving gifts. I like receiving gifts. I mean, but I like the whole like. There's so much fun in my my family. Is we celebrate Christmas often with my parents and like my my two siblings and their families. And literally, like, we open presents, like, one by one. And so it can be, like, a, like an all-day extravaganza, like, in terms of this, like, because there's a bunch of us, and then you go slowly. But I love, like, every moment of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love, this sounds so random, I love wrapping presents. I, like, really enjoy it. I like picking up the paper. I like picking up the ribbon. I thought you were going to say something like, I really enjoy Labor Day. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, yeah, yeah. Arbor Day. Day. (laughs) I really do enjoy St. Patty's Day. I think that that's probably one of my very favorite holidays. But like about Christmas, wrap presents at St. Patty's Day. (laughs) No, no, and more like drink beer. (laughs) But I do love wrapping presents. It just feels like, and I think especially during Christmas, it's something that is a little crafty. I usually do it kind of alone, and it's like a nice way that I can kind of like do something that I enjoy. That's kind of a little more solitude. I like that. I love that part of Christmas. I also really do like Christmas cards. I like getting them. I like sending them. I like kind of picking up the pictures that we're going to do. I, I, so I enjoy those two, I think, things the most about Christmas preparations. But yeah, as, as far as other holidays, I do really like St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Lots of bagpipes, yeah. Irish. <laughs> yes. I guess for me, probably Christmas probably is one of my favorite times. I like I don't know. I just like all the festivities about it. I really enjoy hosting things. Like I'm gonna, we're gonna have a cookie exchange party. I love doing that. I love baking. I love cooking. I I don't know. I like the whole kit and caboodle. I think with with that. Any times in your, I'm gonna, we're gonna take a downturn. How about <laughs> times in your lives where it's hard to celebrate? What things get in the way of feeling celebratory? I think when I feel really run down and exhausted and depleted, which oftentimes, I mean, I, I will talk about, there was a time in my life when John and I were early, early in our marriage, Wesley was small, and we realized that we had a huge knockdown, drag out fight, like mid-December every year. And what we kind of realized as we were heading into the holidays, like one year that we kind of got wise is we we're like... Christmas is a very busy season as a parent. It's a very busy season as a therapist. It's a very busy season as an engineer. And it's a very busy season as an aunt, which I am, of 10 nieces and nephews. Or 13, kind of depending on how you count. And so what would happen is I would do... poor three. Well, you're like like children of my cousins, and I call them my nieces and nephews, but like on paper they're not. But I still like to buy them presents and do all the things. So you're like, those poor... What what do they do wrong? They got on their shit list? But what we realized is that I was doing all of the therapist things, all of the mom things, all of the shopping things, all of the preparation things. John was doing all the engineering things, and I had it. And around about December 17th or 18th, I lost my shit. And it was pretty consistent to the point that we're like, this is a problem. Like, this is actually not fun for anybody. So we're going to need to kind of be more mindful and plan how we're going to do this because it's, it's just, it was so unpleasant. And I think there were things then that I was like, oh, I really enjoy doing things together. So like, I love shopping together for presents. I love being able to have preparations that we do as a family. There were also some things that I could let go and say, hey, you know, we're going to do easy presents or we're going to do 
you know, whatever it was, we're going to find these traditions that are really important to us and hold on to those, but kind of let the others, you know, go by the wayside. But, but it was really significant then. And I was like, oh, well, no wonder it's like 18 busy seasons in one. <laughs> like it's too much. So yeah, there've definitely been times that things have been too overwhelming, but it's been a while. It's been a while since we had those December fights. You know, when you ask that question, like what, what makes it hard to celebrate? So like two different levels that comes to mind for me. So one is I think on a more regular, consistent basis, like I'm learning about myself that just celebrating small things is hard for me. Like I'm much more prone to notice like what didn't go right or like what could have been better than like the things that are going well. Right. So that's like, that's like a not so much holiday celebrations, but like a, like a small level of like, how do we celebrate the things that are going well in life? So that's something I've thought a lot about the past maybe six months or so of like, oh, this is something that's really tricky for me. So I think there's that piece. And then when I think about like holidays and what makes it hard to celebrate, I think sometimes there's that like overwhelm where you just have so much going on. Sometimes I just want to like be alone. (laughs) I'm like, I'm done. Like, I just want to like kind of go to my room. Like, do we have to have a big birthday party or do we have to like do all this? Can I just like go by myself? Which I think that's an sort of an interesting thing to think about. Like when you think celebration, do you always think that it's like with a ton of Mm. other people that it needs to be this big loud event or party or something like that? Or do you do things like on your own sort of celebratory, even by yourself, like even in a quiet way? Yeah. Any thoughts? (laughs) You know, I think that probably the way that I would do that would be to give myself that downtime. Like I think once we kind of crack the code on the, on the Christmas fighting, I would kind of intentionally say, you know what, this day I'm going to have, I'm going to go back after I drop Wesley off and have, uh, do my favorite thing, which is to watch the Today Show and drink my coffee and just like lay on the couch. And I'm like, I'm going to really bake some of that stuff in. Or I remember one Christmas, it was really bad. I was like, okay, I've got to get some of my priorities in order. Like what is really important to me and what am I going to let go? And so maybe it was being able to walk or work out, but not be too stressed out that I'm not doing it every day. Like really mm-hmm. saying, Hey, let's, let's be tender around this and like give you a gold star. You did all those, that Christmas shopping, or you did all of that. Like, let's take the day off. Yeah. 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 I think for me too, in terms of that, I, when I realized like that first thing I was just talking about, about celebrating the small things, realizing that I would get into bed and my head would hit the pillow and I spent a lot of time cataloging and probably still do like, like the things that didn't go well, <laughs> right? Like I was a shitty mom. I should have like, I got a little snappy with him then. I like should have like put my computer down and done this there. I like very quick to like run through the things that I was not happy about or I wish I'd done differently. And so trying to like hit the pillow thinking like, okay, here are the things that actually that went well today that I mm, did well, I that I feel that. really good about. And it's, yeah. that's such a shift. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause I think we can get so caught up in needing to have hit every marker or milestone, or it needs to be something like really big and grand in order for us to celebrate ourselves, celebrate somebody else, you know, and it really can just be sort of run of the mill, things that happen, you know, like, woohoo, I, you know, cleaned out my closet today. Like, I mean, and, and that can feel good and celebrate whatever. All right. I'm going to, you know, watch an extra episode of blah, blah, blah on Netflix and reward myself or, or whatever. 
Okay, this may not be at all what you're talking about, uh-huh. but I, I was thinking as you were talking, like, ooh, where do we draw the line? Like, I think sometimes as a parent, when we think about kids and like yeah, every true. kid needs a trophy, yeah. right? We have to, like, mm-hmm. everything is the best thing ever. Like, where do we draw that line between, I think what we're trying to talk about is this idea that it's really helpful to celebrate the things that go well and like some of the successes, even if they're small things. But I think this, this like other side of things where like everything has to be... I don't know, like a win or a success, or you need a gold star or this external reinforcement. Like, does that make sense at all? Mm-hmm. What I'm, yeah. Well, and I think, especially when you're saying like everybody deserves a trophy, that may or may not really be something that was like an effort. Like, that may have not been something that is a celebration. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe that's a, a hard one, like season and it, what really participation right. was. You lost every single yes. game. And so and we're just celebrating. Yes. yes. Like your persistence totally. or showing up or whatever. But yeah. I do feel like it's, I think that, that especially with kids that have massive celebrations for a lot of different things, there can be that, like, I don't know, almost this expectation, this entitlement that can come up from that of like, where do we go from here? Like if we're celebrating sixth grade graduation as though it was high school graduation, what are we going to do with high school graduation or college graduation? Like, I think there is this kind of like, there is such a thing as too much. Yeah. Do y'all remember, I don't know if you ever watched the show My Sweet 16 on MTV and the insanity that the birthday parties were for those 16 year olds. I know exactly what you're talking about, Lucy. Like, what in the world? Like, okay, where do we go? yeah, you're yeah, Like, where much. do you go if you're yeah. helicoptered in and you know you've got this ice sculpture of yourself and everybody gets a Prada <laughs> bag or like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> I'm just that's my dreams. That's I don't know. Jamie, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. This year, all she wants is an ice sculpture, Jamie. <laughs> that's all. That's just all. a small one. Just a little one. <laughs> just set it on the table. Okay. <laughs> a miniature. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I I think that is, you know, a good point. Like, where does it cross over? Where is the line between it being excessive, indulgent, like an entitlement to something versus, you know, this is something that I want to acknowledge, you know, and it can be really small. And what are the reasons for that? Why am I acknowledging it? Because it really can be like a mood boost because to your point, Lucy, talking about kind of celebrating the small things, you know, those big milestones, I mean, the holidays come around once a year, your birthday comes around once a year. And yes, and especially in this season, it feels like we've got a holiday like every four weeks or so, you know, it can seem like a lot of celebrating, but for most of us, for most of the year, it's not that common. So what can we do like kind of on a, on an everyday or a weekly basis? How about for your clients? What are things that stories that you hear that get in the way of them celebrating or any difficulties with them celebrating? So I think a lot of times when clients are really hard on themselves, whether that's because they struggle with some depression or mood disorders, or even just kind of not feeling enough, that really celebrations can, can acknowledge when there is you know, something to celebrate, whether it's effort or working hard or doing something. I think sometimes that can also just like sprinkle some joy into lives of people that may be struggling to find that. So I think that it is, it can be really, really important. I think there's the flip side of that too, though, that celebrations can feel like a lot of pressure if Mm -hmm. they're the ones putting them on. And so I think like if they're parents and they're celebrating every little thing and feel like they have to make the cookies and the decorate, like that can feel like, woo, these expectations are really high. But I think celebrating for themselves or acknowledging things for themselves can be tough. 
I would agree. I think like with my clients who maybe have really bad depression and it's super hard to acknowledge like anything good during those times. And I know from personal experience because I've had depression and have had some major depressive episodes throughout my life. And so just really tiny, small things like doing your hygiene for the day or going for a walk or, you know, just like picking up the phone and talking with someone is something that is a win and should be, you know, acknowledged at the very least. And, you know, celebrate it if you can. And I think too, like some of my other clients, like for example, ones with really bad social anxiety, you know, that can feel like a lot of pressure to go to a celebration, to go to some sort of holiday event. But if they're able to go and look for things that are enjoyable and not so self-focused, I think can be, can be very helpful for them. Anything else on that? Maybe I was just thinking with what you were saying a minute ago too, like Sometimes I think we can lose like the meaning behind a celebration, right? So when we get so focused on like the form or the function, right? Or this like external appearance of it, like it Mm -hmm. makes me seem like, like sometimes we lose touch with what really matters, Mm -hmm. right? You, Mm -hmm. you hear sometimes people say that even about like the holiday seasons about Christmas, like, like it becomes very commercialized about gifts and presents. And and once again, those are all fine things there. I'm not here to like judge any of that. But I think sometimes if we get so caught up in that, like we, we forget what really matters. That's right. I I remember that, especially when I was doing like Wesley's birthday parties when she was little, like there was this aha moment that I had that was like, I've got to make everything from scratch and do everything from scratch. And I was like, no, no, what Wesley really can tell is whether I'm a calm and relaxed, enjoyable mom, or I'm a stressed out and bitchy mom. That's what she can actually notice at like four or five or six. She does not know whether I've made these chocolates or cookies from scratch or not. Like she could not care less. What she cares about is am I there and present? And I remember one birthday, especially because I had gotten really kind of caught up in it. And I was like, you know what? Enough. And that birthday, I will never forget. We got a, like one of those bounce houses. Yeah. And I was, I'm so proud of myself, like beaming, thinking about it is that before that everybody showed up, we went in there and jumped. Me, John, and Wesley. So when all of our guests showed up, we were sweaty. Wesley's pigtails were all like one project. Like it was, but we were so excited and so happy. And she still remembers that. She's like, do you remember when we all got in there and we just jumped and jumped? And it was like, yeah. And if I had been so worried about all of the, like, like you said, like the form right. versus like the function is no, just You can't mess up your pigtails, yeah, Wesley. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 what right. Right. Exactly. Don't get dirty. Don't, don't get, get dirty, dirty, Wesley. Don't get dirty. Like, I'm going to get sweaty. Like, I would have never had that. Like, we're really celebrating that, like, whew, we made it through another year. Like, go us. Like, so there is, I think it can get in the way when we do get kind of caught up in those expectations. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I, I think like people search really hard for sort of like a valid reason to celebrate. Like what's the the validity to this when sometimes we do it just because, just because we're alive, just because we're with friends, just because we want to, just because we want to be spontaneous or have fun or, or whatever. And so, you know, I think I would challenge people if they're, they're looking for a quote unquote good reason to celebrate, like let's open up, you know? Mm-hmm. Any do try this at home? Anything that you think of as people are getting ramping up this holiday season? I like this idea of like purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Of really thinking about the purpose because I think it can be different for everybody. I mean, for some people, the purpose of Christmas dinner is really to cook because they love to do that and it fills them up. Sometimes the purpose is just to be together with a large group of people. I know for some people it can be, the purpose can be, 
a variety of different things. But I think really getting clear on what that is for you and not trying to like fit in anybody else's standards. I mean, kind of getting clear that you're, I would kind of say like an integrity or authentic about that and not trying to say like, oh, well, my purpose should be what Jamie or what Lucy, it's really me. And I think kind of getting clear on that and letting yourself kind of dial into that, I think can be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think along those lines, like how do we get clear on what actually feels celebratory to us and then like what feels like dread or drudgery or like not celebratory and how do we like keep the former and like let go of the latter? I think too, like as you're getting clear, as you're figuring out what your intention is, like reminding yourself that, you know, you can celebrate the big and the small, like they don't have to be mutually exclusive things. Like we can celebrate it at any time for any reason. And, you know, just being clear again on what your intention is, what your purpose is and what you'd like to do. And not even, not really so much what you'd like to do, but how you want to be, I think is the most important question, how you want to show up and how you want to be. Awesome. Well, I think that'll do it for today. Thanks so much. What are we talking about next time, Lucy? Next time we're talking about time off, taking time off. Mm, Sweet. Rest, breaks, that sort of things. Awesome. Thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. dot